You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I understand you're... I don't know. I don't want to be too angry about this, but it's. I'm not angry. I, just, I want you to. I want you to be calm. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I know. It really <laughs> seems like this has affected you. I mean, and I'm being honest here. I haven't seen you this upset about something in quite a long time. So I just. I just want to make sure. Are you okay? Can we do a show? I, Is it I'm affecting you that okay. much? It's not okay. I think it's just dredging up past memories about how much times have changed and how right. how much the hand of time has come for me and how I'm so much older and wiser now. So it seems to be a common theme with you lately, actually. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. want to remind everybody, of course, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link <laughs> anytime, anytime you go to Amazon. I don't care if you're buying something or not. The best way to view it is by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Okay, what's so funny is that people have now link. started uh, writing me emails personally, not to you, but writing me saying like, okay, so I know you guys can't see what we're buying, but can... But can you see what we're buying? No, we can't. No, I know, but you're like the way that you're saying it. People are in writing previous me. in previous episodes. You yes, mean, yes, in previous episodes where you've uh, insinuated, like even though we can't, and you've insinuated that we no, can. we can't see what people no, buy. We can't. So um, yeah, I've had listeners writing to me just asking me to. That's me. why I clarified every time we oh cannot see what you buy. So buy whatever you want. We're not going to judge because we can't see it. So it really doesn't doesn't matter. No, people are asking. All right. Yeah, uh, our friend Kevin, he wrote to me and he said, uh, I, he's just like, I find it hard to believe that Greg hasn't figured out how to peep on our purchases yet. Every <laughs> month I try to buy at least one weird purchase for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. if I could figure it out. But no, we cannot. So uh, feel free to shop, uh, you know, incognito. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Okay. Uh, coming up on today's show, we've got a special guest. Alex Falcone is going to be stopping by. So we haven't had Alex on for a little while. It's and, been a little bit. Yeah. We, we sprinkle him in just the right amounts of time, I think. Like every a little, time he comes a little in, sprinkling of we have Alex. A little, a little sprinkling of Falcone. Just a surprise. Yeah. It's a sprinkling of Falcone. He's a very dapper gentleman. He is. Yeah. He yeah. comes in. He you know, he graces us with his presence. And then uh-huh. like that, he's gone. Like that, just out mm-hmm. the door. Just You'd never <laughs> even know. <sighs> So Alex, of course, is host of Late Night Action, which is taking place at Mississippi Studios, I think, this weekend. This Saturday. This this Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to be stopping by to talk about that and all kinds of other things. But we need to get to this issue at hand here because Sarah's had a bit of a jarring morning and she was a little bit, a little bit worked up. I wouldn't say like angry, but very upset. I will, I will say I've never seen you post a Facebook uh, post with all caps in it before. It was not all caps. Parts of it were caps. Um, you know what? I don't think people, like, was it too aggressive? It was It was a little aggressive, okay, I'm going to say. because nobody's liking my post. Okay, I want to... And I'm like, okay, I think that, I think uh, that maybe I, I might have gone too far. Can I read your post you sure for can. you? And you I'm going to sure read can. it. I'm going to read it and I'm going to raise my volume with the, uh, at the appropriate spots where everything's in all caps to try to give you like maybe another perspective on how it how it reads um so here it is and and this comes along with a picture of a it's lucky a brand a screenshot of a lucky brand advertisement that says the festival shop and then it's got like a whole outfit well it's an outfit that you would wear to a festival and it says head west go fest so here's sarah's post I know I'm getting old when I see an advertisement directed toward me for a pre-pieced together outfit that I need to wear to a shitty overpriced music festival and all I want to do is punch my computer. Also, it's gorgeous outside. Happy Thursday. I'll be enjoying it later in an outfit that I picked out myself. Yes! That's how it, that's how it read. If that's what you were going for, that's you nailed totally it. That's totally what I'm going for. You nailed it. Though. I don't, you know what? Sometimes you just have your thoughts and those are my thoughts. Those are my uh-huh. feelings. That's how I felt. This was like no real filter. Like I saw that was the, the second or third time I saw this particular advertisement toward me. And I'm like, oh, oh, I just can't take it anymore. Yeah, because really... basically what it is, it's like the festival shop. It says, we can already hear the music playing. Head west, go fest. And in the picture, it has mm-hmm. this cliche, like, Oh my God! Like their little like bikini top with some sort of like artisan like scarf shirt on top of it with like you know some um, like Aztec pattern bag and like flat sandals and uh, jo- and like jorts and mm-hmm. everything well, like tiny jorts like I wear you know like 
decent length shorts for these. But it's just like, hey. Oh, those aren't the appropriate length no, of shorts? Okay. No, they're not. All right. And I'm just looking at this. I'm like, all right, so this is this is what festivals are now. They're just an outfit that you go to to pay like $500 to go see bands that you've never heard of and pretend like you like them. Mm-hmm. And then just change into your next festival outfit and just have... False times, Craig. Mm-hmm. False times. This you know is what? what? When I was growing up, there used to be... I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I'm wandering from the microphone. I've been doing this for too long to be doing that, but I'm just a little worked up. I know. I know you are, and I'm, I want you to get it out. Let's okay. talk this through. Let's talk through this I anger. don't know like, why that why, particularly why bothered me. What was it, yeah, really about this that set you off? I mean, because that seems... I think it's because when I looked at that picture, I see every douchey festival going person mm-hmm. who just is trying to like fit a puzzle piece of what they think that they're supposed to be by not even like fully enjoying themselves by not finding the thing that makes them happy but by doing something that they think they're supposed to be doing which is spending a shit ton of money on an outfit to make you look like everybody else going to listen to music that you probably don't even care about okay. in the first place and this oh isn't my something God. yeah wow. I sound like an old person you you really I mean, I am. you really do i mean the oh. more that i'm the more that I'm hearing you say this. Well, I remember. Because just as you were doing that, I just thought this would. Let's hear the. Well, you know what? I'm not going to lie because I do remember back in my day. Let's hear about back in your day. Let's uh, get it all out. Let's I get it all going, out now. I remember. Oh, my God. 21 years ago. Oh, my God. I remember. What? <laughs> what? I've got I've got a shocking revelation for you, too, when you get done. Oh. Go ahead. Uh, summer of 95. Oh, that was a real good summer. Enfest. Summer of 95. Enfest that, that year off the charts. How many years have you been talking about Enfest 95? Oh, Enfest 95 was killer. No, 96 and 97 were pretty you good. You realize the people buying those outfits were born after 95. Shut your whore mouth. But I think my biggest one was, uh, I think my my uh, annual pilgrimage that I'd make to Warp Tour because it wasn't like it wasn't a festival that you'd go to because like it was something that the cool kids were going to. You would look up the second that they announced the lineup in like the paper, like the Rocket or, um, you know, whatever the the paper was, and you'd see the lineup for Warp Tour and you'd be like, holy shit! Then you go down to where you used to actually have to buy tickets in person and you'd go and buy your ticket and you would save your tickets and you'd just wait for months and months and months for Warp Tour to come. You'd be picking out your outfit. Not a pre-picked out outfit that some asshole in marketing has picked out for you. No, you wore whatever the fuck you wanted, which usually included, it was not limited to, a pair of either Converse or some sort of sneakers, a pair of shorts, some sort of zip-up hoodie, and like a tank top or a t-shirt. Just real quick, you did say not what somebody picked out for you, you wore whatever you wanted, but then you just described exactly the outfit that everybody wore? No, it was generic okay. outfits. Okay. I wasn't wearing artisan shawls and like string bikinis. It was generic bikinis. hoodie. It was generic and con- 90s. And Converse. Yes. Not this not okay. this festival shop. I was just stuff. clarifying. It was clarifying not question. This festival that was shop. Okay. And you know what we did? We'd go there and it would be a whole experience. You'd yeah. go and you'd plop down your tent and it wouldn't be overrun by people who were just there you'd to plop try down and your look tent. Good. You'd stay there. You went to the overnight ones? Oh yeah, I'd always go to the overnight ones. Okay. You have to. Mm-hmm. Cuz you had to find the people that had beer cuz I wasn't 21, so right. I mean, you had to <laughs> stay yep. over. Yep. So then, you know, we'd go to the festival. You find, and you know what the good thing about festivals was, Greg? The good thing about those festivals was that there weren't filler people. There weren't people there who didn't want to be there. There were salt of the earth, goddamn humans who mm-hmm. all looked forward to seeing each and every band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was just such this a has special really struck experience. a chord with you, hasn't it? It was just such a special experience. It just bums me out that. And and what is it? it what is it about this now that's that you think has changed that or taken that away? Because it's now a, it's, it's an outfit that you mm, can purchase okay. as a whole, right. mm-hmm. and a ticket like, oh, are you going to whatever like name music festival, which is out in the middle of nowhere, which costs like an arm and a leg Sasquatch to be able to stand or something. exactly Coachella. Yeah, ex- all of those. Mm-hmm. All of those. Okay. Where now it's just overrun with celebrities who are all wearing this exact same thing, trying to look all like bohemian and look like, how of the earth I am. Fuck you. Wow. That was a lot you just got out right there. Do you feel better? Do you feel better better about I it? I do. I'm sorry. It just made like... Ugh. Do you feel like you should be... Um, you know, maybe you should be organizing what people wear? No, I don't feel like anyone should be organizing okay. whatever anybody wears. Okay. All right. 
Why are you making me feel like a crazy person? I'm not. Well, I'm. I'm not making you feel like. Yes, a crazy you person. are. Yes, that's no, you. No, no, no. It's not me. I didn't design the outfit. Don't turn the outfit rage. Don't turn the all caps rage this way. Keep that directed right towards the people who who created those outfits. But no, I'm. 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 Uh, I'm sorry for what you're going time. to. Through. <laughs> I too went to many many festivals. <laughs> Uh, growing up, um, Pepperidge Farm remembers Warp Tour. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers when the kids didn't all wear artisan shawls and matching and four hundred dollars sandals to go to a music show because you couldn't wear open-toed shoes because your feet would get smashed by other festival goers. We'd watch our bad religions and we'd enjoy it, damn it. Pepperidge Farm remembers when you could bring in water bottles full of vodka and you had the trick where you would use your lighter to reseal back up the plastic cap so it looked like it was a bottle of water, but really you were carrying in a giant bottle of vodka. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Sarah remembers the series. All right, well, I'm... I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I haven't been to a festival, actually, in a while, other than, like, Project Pabst or stuff like that, which, by the way, just side note, they're not even paying us for this uh, spot right now. Project Pabst lineup. My God. Um, Duran Duran, which I don't really care so much about that. That's a, You know that you want to see Duran Duran. I want to see it just to see it. Ice Cube. No, that's the, here's yeah. the big things. Ice Cube. And Ween. Like, those two, I never got to see either of those bands back in my day of going to festivals. That's why this is this thing is set up for me. But Ice Cube and Ween, are you kidding me? Like, me at 17, 18, I would be freaking the fuck out as much as I am right now. And it's, uh, I am so stoked. Also, uh, You know I met Ice Cube, by the way, right? Yes. I hugged him. He was sweaty, but he was very nice. Sweaty Ice Cube. Yes, and I've never looked mm. whiter in the picture that I that I do next to Ice Cube. Also, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats are going to be there. Oh my God! And my who I'm most excited about who Andrew WK. Oh yeah, Andrew oh WK. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, it is. It is pretty good. That's being noted in the chat. Greg is already saving up for his outfit. Yeah, actually, can you send me the link to that because I might need an outfit for this one. Mm. I'll have to get get uh, decked up, decked out for it. That All would right. be a bet that that I. I would be miserable. I'm just telling you, like, if I had to wear a festival outfit. Bam, that is what we are making a bet over. <laughs> we are making a bet over you have to wear a festival outfit. Like, and, and, and our, our a pre-bought festival, festival outfit. outfit with the long flowy scarf thing. And I have to take lots of the pictures with, the, with, like, a peace sign next to mm -hmm. my face with my girls. Yes. With my girls. We take lots of peace sign pictures. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, All right, you have to do something to take away my shame. What is going on with you? Um. Well, okay. Uh, to take away your shame. Well, I've had... I have some more strange dreams. What? My dreams have come back. What do you mean your dreams have come back? My really weird dreams. You lost your dreams for a while, and now you're chasing them again. No, now they're now they're back. My really weird ones that, that oh, last like all night, and like are are terrifying and strange. They've come back, and I still don't know how to interpret them. And we've had some people try to do this before. So if you are listening right now, um, I'll I'll describe what happened. I'll describe what happened, and it was was rather unnerving. It's. Uh, so this has been going on for a while where I have these dreams that last all night or it seems like all night and they're very vivid and very detailed and very strange and I'll wake up multiple times but I'll always wake up and go right back into where I was and this is what happened to me you know and it will happen for like a week at a time and then it'll stop and, and now it's back again and so this one this I don't know. I always feel strange explaining these dreams because I sound like a, you know, you're talking about how you sound crazy. Now I'm going to sound crazy. Good. That's what I the like it because you need here. to take some of it away from me. I feel like a curmudgeon. Okay. Well, I want to know. I honestly want to know some kind of interpretation on what this means because I wrote this down and I even had forgotten because, you know, after a couple of hours, I'll forget about the dream. I woke up and I wrote all this down. I wrote all this, all this information down. Well, you took down. notes? Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and took notes. I completely forgot I had done it. And so... Um, and it brought the dream all the way back. So I remember now exactly what it was. So here it was. I was by myself and I went on, somehow I went on vacation to Australia. Oh, that's exciting. I've never been to Australia, but I was in Australia and everywhere I was going, like I was walking out and it was kind of like, you know, that deserty scene, you know, that you see Australia with. You know, like basically out in the desert oh, like in with welcome like giant to whoop cliffs whoop. and yes, like welcome to whoop whoop, which is mm -hmm. a 1% reference. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was, yes, I was walking out there in that and 
you know, and there's like snakes and there's like alligators and, or crocodiles or whatever. That's a crocodile, you know, things like that. There's th- there are like animals that were trying to bite me. So I'm walking along and I was not enjoying my experience. I've always wanted to Whoa, go to Australia. Whoa, but you were in Australia and you were enjoying it? You're in Exactly. Well, I've always wanted to go to, go to Australia. I mean, I really do. I plan on going there someday. But Dream Greg was But not... Dream Greg was not having a good time because okay. everything was trying to bite me. And I got to this point where I encountered a couple of other people and, and I got to this giant cliff. It was almost like standing over like a, a cliff, like a Grand Canyon kind of cliff. Um, only it dropped down. There was The canyon didn't come up on the other side. It's like I was at the top and it dropped down. There was just this valley forever. So do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a sheer cliff. And at the bottom of this valley was a giant lake. And I was trying to go to that lake, but there was no way down but to it. But not happily going to the lake. You're still having trouble. Well, no, I wanted to get down to the lake. Okay. But there was no way to do it without rappelling down. There's no walkway down to it. There's no roundabout. You couldn't hike around. You had to rappel down the side of this, you know, in my dream, like a thousand foot cliff. It was like the size of the wall in uh, in Game of Thrones or something. You know, oh. I mean. I'm it liking was, all these references, Greg. Yeah, it was it was a you really went from a one percent joke to a ninety nine percent joke. Right. We, well, we reference. pepper them in there. Yeah, pepper you them sprinkle in. them yep. in. Nothing in between. Sprinkle them in. Uh, you know, and Alex Falcone was not there, but I peppered that in anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I had to rappel down the side of this cliff, and I started going, and I don't really like heights that much in general. I I'll deal with what I have to deal with. You've never seemed to really have a problem with them. Uh, that's because I, I I never talk about it and I just close my mind. I, I don't think about it. And I just try to get it past it and I try to logically get past it. In reality, yeah, I don't really like heights that huh. much. Yeah, I, I, I don't like looking down and seeing uh, how far I could fall. It's not my favorite thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, well, definitely not mine either. Yeah, I can get through it. I can get through it. I just confuse my mind. I, I'm really good at confusing my own mind in, in many ways. So... Confusing but, your mind? Oh, yeah. You just trick your mind into not thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I play tricks on myself all the time. That's how you, that's how you get through all kinds of things, sir. How do, you, how do you make it through the day if you don't have to trick your mind at some point into not being afraid or, or uh, full of anxiety about something? I'm d- I have my own natural Xanax, you know, which is me just uh I would just really like, how do you... How do, just, we'll come back to your dream really quick, but how how does one trick their themselves into... Like not being afraid of heights. Like, what do you tell, tell yourself? It's not that you're, that you're not up high. So you convince yourself that you're. I mean, actually not I act, up high? I've never actually thought about how, trying to verbalize this. This wasn't really what I was going to speak about. Um, no, you. Uh, yeah, it's a, our friend David in the chat is asking, "Who do you speak to when you're tricking this other mind guy?" Um, I, I don't know. Now I'm afraid. If we go analyzing this, I'm already analyzing the dream. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I speak to myself. Do you like ref- like refer to yourself in like a different like as Greg? I don't know. I haven't thought about it that deep before. I just I tell myself that things. I'll just be like, nope, that's not what that is. Like if I'm walking, say I'm say I'm walking along something like a rail. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example where I'm I'm standing next to something where it's really sheer. Okay, like like for this example, because I was riding my bike last weekend and I had to cross a bridge and I was right next to a railing, and my instant fear riding next to a railing on a bridge is that something's going to bump me and I'm high enough up on my bike, I'm going to poop, pop, I'm going to go fall right over that railing. And Are you starting to get my fear? No, I've always had that one. I just don't talk about it. Now I'm, that I'm speaking it, it's probably going to mess with me in some way. No, when I'm riding my bike, yeah. So, so it's like I see that railing there and I know it's you know 150 feet down to the water below and that's not good and I don't want to fall into the water. So I will trick myself that that's not that it's not there. Um, another question about this real quick. Uh, yeah. So it's being asked, how do you know that your mind isn't tricking you into thinking that you are tricking your mind? Well, that's the, see, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous. It's a real slippery slope s- into the, the Australian lake there, isn't it? It is. But no, I just, I tell myself that it's not there. I, I guess, I'm sorry, I'm not being more, uh, more adept at explaining it. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect to be talking about it today. I thought that was something everybody did. I'll think about it a little more and think about a better way to describe how I trick my mind. And I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain it another time. The thing is, in the dream, though, I could not. I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't able to trick myself into thinking that the lake wasn't there. I was constantly having to look down at it and rappel down this cliff, and it sucked. I was not happy about it. And so I did finally get to the bottom, and, and I got to the bottom, and I'm walking around this lake, and there's some other people out there hanging out, you know, but I don't know anybody. I'm by myself. And I'm like, okay. Well, after a while, I got bored. And I'm like, I wanted to leave. There was no way to get back up. 
until this one girl shows up. And she's like, all Is right. she hot? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't Was like a blonde? sexy time dream. Of course, yes. <laughs> but it wasn't It wasn't like a sexy time yeah, dream. Stupid question. Next question. <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, it wasn't wasn't like that kind of dream. She was just like, "All right, come with me." Like she knew where to go, so she got me out of there and, and she brought me back to my apartment. Now, I apparently I lived there. I didn't realize this. Oh, at the at that so time, so you weren't just visiting Australia. Now apparently, you I had there. moved there. I thought I was just vacationing. So she brought me back. She's like, "Oh yeah, this is your apartment." And I go in there and I'm sitting in this apartment and it's basically my room at at my house because I live in a in a house in southeast Portland in a converted attic. Oh so it's gosh. kind of like the whole length of the house. And it was like that only all. It was pretty much my room, only all my stuff was moved into different spots. It was like rearranged. And and I she's like, You should lay down on the bed. Again, not a sexy time dream. I'm like, all right, I should do that. And I laid down on the bed and then she sat in the chair and she looked at me. And this is where it got really weird. She, and I, I kid you not, this is what she said in the dream. Let me I'll even pull up my notes. She looked at me and she said, I heard from Eunice. She's here. <gasps> What? I'm not fucking with you. I'm not making well, this I up. I know you wouldn't, but that's weird. Because I wrote it down. I heard from Eunice. She's here. The blonde girl's telling you this. This is what the girl told me. And okay. she just looked at me and stared at me. And she wasn't laughing. She wasn't saying anything. That's That was just it. And so... You know, and if you don't know, Eunice is supposedly the name of the ghost that haunts my house. It's, it's long. This is a long string of crazy that you've heard so far today. You can you can watch the ghost investigation. It's it's available at funemploymentradio.com and it explains that a little bit more. But yeah, I kid you not, that is what she looked at me and said while I'm laying on my own bed. She just sat there and stared at me with her Australian. It was actually it was an Australian accent, so I didn't even say that. Um, no, how old is this girl? She no, she was like I don't know, our age, thirty to forty or something. I yeah. don't know. Um, and then what else? Yeah, uh, and then and then that was I was like I just looked at her. And Wait, so she was just alerting to the fact that you yeah, she sat. Back. She told me to lay down on the bed, and then she sat in a chair next to my bed and just stared at me. And in your so this is in Australia, but it's in your room. It's in, in my room at this point. Basically, we're in my room. Fuck, that's creepy. Yeah, she's like, I heard from Eunice. She's here. Ew. And just stared at me, and Has then just stared else at been me. Happening? Eh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Just come on. Just I don't know. Go. I don't know. I don't know. There's a. Uh, the, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's been a little weird, but I, I can't say for sure. Give me like I one... don't have anything. I don't have any. I'm not trying to hide something from you. I really don't. Whoa. I hit a, hit a nerve there. You did hit a to. nerve. It was an un- unnerving dream. So there you go. That was what happened. Uh, being asked, what is the Australian ghost girl? Uh, what was she wearing? <sighs> Clothes, like a skirt or something. I mean, again, it wasn't Her. a sexy time dream. <laughs> yeah, I know. Perm, a wearing girl wearing a, a skirt. Bikini. She was wearing a full. She was wearing a festival outfit. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, that would have been. Huh. Um, anyway, it wasn't that kind of a dream. There it is. That was that was what it was. <gasps> oh my gosh. Hmm. The crib is back. Um, David, uh, in the chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Just what if it is a? Oh my gosh. What if it's symbolism that she's Australian? From Down Under. So uh, he said, so she's from Down Under, like maybe from Down Under the house. Maybe she's buried under there. That's ridiculous. Oh my God. That is not, That's that amazing. is such a stretch of any kind of an imagination. No. You had to go down, down, down. You had to get down to the bottom. And then that's when all of a sudden, poof, you're back up in your attic, your converted attic in your house. Yeah. Where she says, Eunice is back here in her Australian accent. Oh, my God. You have bodies in your basement. Okay. Oh, boy. That is not ridiculous. That's like symbolism if I've ever heard it. No, come on. I'm going to get out my dream book as we take a break, and right, I'm going to find out what exactly that could you, mean. You, you take a look. All right, I'm going to take a look. I don't believe that. Well, all right, well, maybe we'll have to analyze that later on in the show. Um, we do need to take a break, though, because I believe uh, Mr. Alex Falcone will be joining us. I'm glad we got all our crazy out now. I know, so, right? It's crazy you out. You look like cool. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, we got to look cool, man. We cannot be cool. Be uh, so Alex, as, you're like, as I'm like angry that it isn't the '90s and you're talking to ghost girls and you have people buried in your basement, we're totally normal. Totally normal. All right, let's take a break. Super cool. And we'll be back here in a minute with more fun employment <laughs> radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
<laughs> Surprise. We're doing a show. Surprise. I like how professional we are. We're like, all right, don't even tell Alex we're going live. I didn't know we were going live either, actually. You just kind of sprung that on Surprise. all of us. You were like, hey, and then we were going. And yeah, then, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a show. Like I hadn't even untangled Alex's headphones, and he's like, Bruh. it was great. But you were you were a professional. You made I'm it ready. look so classy. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm so classy? Why I do don't know. Like you that? like shower a lot, and like once a Wait day. Wait a minute. Now you're implying average. that I don't shower a lot too by saying that. She's not implying that. She's saying she's that. Saying, she's pretty from much knowing it's, you. It's actually <laughs> saying that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty upfront. No, I, I don't know. You just you you always just look so nice. Your your hair is properly combed. Like you said, always freshly scrubbed. You this is your. These are your ideas of classy. You have very low expectations of men. Again, I'm. I feel like I'm taking I this personally now. <laughs> <laughs> you take a shower, get a haircut. Oh good my to god! Go. Wow. I. It must be. I, I. This is. I realized how hard dating must be because I was talking to this girl after a show the other day, and she like this girl was like kind of hitting on me, which is a weird thing anyway. But I said, "No, I'm married," and she was like, "Oh, I should have known. You have a belt." Like that was what? that was it. I was like, <laughs> that's the sign of like you're doing well. You're an adult. You're off the market. You have a belt. <laughs> I wouldn't. How does one even respond to that? <laughs> I mean, I laughed. I was like, oh man, dating is way harder than I realized. If that like, is a high, if that's the bar you have to jump over to get get with somebody, is having a belt. Is that a common issue? That people don't have belts. I don't know. I've never I would, looked. I would no. think the wedding ring would be the the giveaway. I know, and I just <laughs> talked about my wife for a half an hour on stage. <laughs> a lot of opportunities for her, but uh, no, the belt is a giveaway now. Wow, she was probably just she wasn't even listening to what you were saying because she was planning how she was going to approach you after. Maybe. Trying to see if you had a belt on, but he was sitting. <laughs> so. My shirt yeah. was untucked. You can't tell. Yeah. Maybe the wedding ring is like a finger belt. Maybe she meant it like some metaphoric <gasps> oh. way, but I just assumed she meant all of the boys' pants are falling down that ask me out. I like to go with that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's more yeah. likely. The boys do don't they need to pull their pants up a lot. No one calls it finger belt. Maybe that maybe we should start that. <laughs> I think you should. I was just uh, check out the finger belt, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think of myself as a classy individual. I'd love to be. I think that's a great aspiration. But I, I just really quick, when you said your finger belt thing, it reminded yeah. me of something that I was looking at today where there's uh, I think it was Arby's or somebody advertising a fish sandwich and they were calling it ocean meat. No. Ew. Like, That's no. so gross. Yeah. Finger no. belts and ocean meat. Finally. I'm like, ocean meat? I don't think I I would ever want to eat something like so that. Th- it's hard to work at Arby's because they've been f- trying to find ways for years to make their m- sandwiches seem grosser. And they finally <laughs> found yeah. a way to make it less appetizing. <laughs> to make sure nobody comes. Ocean meat. Some good work. I mean, that was sitting right there the entire time and nobody grabbed that. And they, they did. So yeah. kudos to them, I guess. ocean meat a thing. Ocean, <laughs> ocean meat. I don't know so why. I do like, though, that we call, so we'd call cows land meat and birds air meat. I think that yeah. if we just refer to everything as some version Probably of Probably have a lot more vegetarians. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'm eating my land meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you have, um, as we're laughing, like, <laughs> land meat. So Alex. Yeah. No, yes. no, that's that's the professional radio there. thing. Yeah. You just did it. Yep, so yep. we've had fun here, but let's let's get serious about this right now. Now <laughs> we, let's get to the to the promoting. Let's get to the whoring, Alex. Oh, uh, yeah, let's whore it a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah, let's I'm talk ready. about that. We can come back to ocean meat. We I've can do whatever right. you want. <laughs> I'll just take we'll off put my a finger pin belt. In it. We'll circle back whoring. around. Yeah, we'll get to finger belts and ocean meat by the end of this. Uh, uh, <laughs> late night action. Yeah, you guys are familiar. We are. the show. You guys are great couch guests. It was so much fun. That was fun. Our, our picture from, uh, somebody took a picture of us from when we were on Late Night Action. I think that's still mm-hmm. our Twitter picture. Aww. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was such yep. a wonderful night. It was we wanted so to remember cute. It, it, it was, was so, so fun. fun. You guys know each other's parents' names. It's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you beat us in that contest. So we do, yeah, it's just like, as you remember, classic late night format, couch, desk, celebrity guests. And this mm. is the end of our 2015-2016 season. We're wrapping up. We're going to be off for the rest of the summer. We start summer very early. It's it's an easy job. Well, it's like fake summer right now. It is. It's, it's 80 degrees. Summer. We're like, whoops, yeah. summer, no, it's done. it's so nice. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're out. out. Uh, so, yeah, well, this is our last show, and we've got... It's going to be crazy. We're going to have a uh, mayor... Uh, form- Oof, oof, try that again. Mayoral candidate. I almost said mayor. He's leading in the, in the Maybe polls. Maybe you're psychic. Yes. You don't know. Future mayor, uh, Ted Wheeler. <laughs> he's he's way out ahead right now. Uh, but uh, yes, we're going to talk to him about the future of the city. I know it's so exciting to talk about the presidential race right now, mm. but w- Oregon's electoral votes have never mattered. If you care about issues or politics or anything, like this is the, the election that matters. And that's Portland true. Mayor. Yeah. I mean, it's going to affect us way more. And there's the, like the... 12 people vote. So if you your vote changes a lot mm-hmm. in the city politics. Yeah. So uh, I've been following the mayoral race really closely, and it's really fascinating. It's really exciting to sit down to with Ted and, and talk about the city. Interesting. I was having a conversation with my family actually when I was at the beach, and they kept bring up the you know the mayoral race in Oregon. Yeah. I just I, I wasn't really too familiar with it, so I'm trying to f- 
familiarize they did so you may remember like a month ago they had this fiasco where there was going to be a debate with just the front runners ted and jules at Mm -hmm. rev hall and then some protesters threatened to shut it down Mm -hmm. and and if they didn't include all the candidates and they threatened to shut it down by you locking the doors closed which is the most portland (laughs) like it's terrifying (laughs) but it's also very portland rebellion yeah And, and also, I don't think it's true, because those are like $80. You're not going to waste 10 U-locks. Yeah, no. they're pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, no way. Wait, so they're they U-locking everybody out, not in, in right? They were, or I, I think oh. they said in. That's why, so that's why everyone freaked out security-wise, because they were like, yeah, we're U-locked inside. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I saw a really horrible movie that did yeah, not we go well with oh, that happening. I didn't mean to bring yeah. that up. So, they, no, so okay. they, what they did is they the Oregonian was sponsoring it. They canceled, and then uh, Rev Holt put on the debate anyway. And so it was like 15 candidates, and it was so fun to watch, because it's like... A couple people who are very serious, and there was a guy, you know, because it costs, you know, $40 to run for mayor. So there yeah. were some people <laughs> who are not super serious that were in it. And like five minutes into the debate, one of the guys kept saying F you to the audience. He was like, I don't need you guys. I don't need you. And uh, what? It's so fun. You oh, don't that's get that. amazing. Even in those amazing presidential debates with 30 Republicans, it oh. was no one ever said F you to the audience. No. Like they, they so were. So close, but no. Yeah. I, yeah. I love watching the presidential <laughs> debates. I haven't missed one. They did talk about. About Trump's uh, junk size. They did. Uh, so it, it that was, was a topic good. in the Portland mayoral. No, no, in the no, Republican. No. Oh yes, they did. The yeah. Republican yeah. one. My favorite one was when uh, Trump started yelling at Jeb Bush about 9/11. Yeah, that was it's that was hands TV. down my favorite. I was just, it I was is. just like clapping. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm watching right now. Well done. <laughs> I know some people say they want to raise the level of political discourse, <laughs> and I am enjoying the current level. <laughs> I. There, like the first Republican debate, uh, Trump was uh, or uh, Rand Paul was like, "We don't, we don't want Trump talking about what people look like." And Trump was like, "I haven't talked about what you look like yet, and I've got a lot of material there." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. I want to hear what you have to say about Rand. Let's hear the Rand jokes. He so, does look funny." So what you're saying is. is that there are so many like those are happening on a nationwide scale, yeah. but we can watch our own political we, like shit show. Here we have in a town. different. It's a very different shit show. And yeah. there's, there's, I actually think the people running for mayor on average are much more serious than the people running for president. <laughs> but uh, it's an amazing way to like actually care about like they'll be talking about something that's going to affect us mm-hmm. actually in right the, in the short term future. So I think it's really important everybody cares about this race. And so I've been uh, we, we had Bim Ditson on last month, who is um, probably not going to win. He is the drummer from the band And And And, and oh. he is running. Uh, and he is like he's not one of the front runners. He's raised no money, but he's got he really cares about policy, and so he blew everybody away at the debate because he's got a mohawk, but he actually knows what he's talking oh, about. Also, he's super educated about he's everything. So smart, and so during the yeah. whole debate, like all the old people sitting around me, would, every time Bim would talk, they'd be like, "Oh, this guy, yeah." This guy. <laughs> like they expected nothing because he like is a drummer. He sells uh, uh, handmade jewelry at the Saturday market, but then he knows everything about the city. So we talked to him, and now we're going to talk to the front runner and and get some different opinions on it. So I, it's going to be a really great opportunity to to talk to him uh, I'm so excited about it and nice. it is so important because people you know are always getting so down on what Portland you know is becoming and how much it's changing and you really yeah. can you do have a voice and you do have a say in absolutely. it absolutely I mean it feels like like not a huge voice since Ted is probably going to win I even stumbled and called him the mayor already because that's how I think of him uh, I'm going for the bim, Bimbot guy Bim vote for Bim Ditson Bim for mayor Bimbot I think. is that what you just said I don't think he'd like that <laughs> I don't know it's kind of catchy uh, but yeah <laughs> but it's, it's great so we're going to talk politics we're also going to talk a little small business we've got uh a world-renowned cheesemonger, Steve Jones, on the show. <laughs> Award-winning so, cheesemonger. Do you know we had one of those here? I did not. I did not. Like, what does it take to be qualified as a cheesemonger? Well, like, I, I mean, you have to mongle or, or some cheese. You have, you, have have to to yes, I mean, be, you have to monger. Yes, I mean, You have to wake yeah. up, you know, even when you monger. don't want to, even if you're tired, you have right. to wake up and monger some <laughs> yeah, cheese you've got to do it. Yeah. It's just dedication. Stick to the routine. Ooh, so you he's know? the owner of Cheese Bar? Yeah, Cheese Bar and Cheezu downtown, which is like... Cheezu, it sounds like a... Sarah, this is right up your alley. Have you never I been to Cheezu? Sarah is a cheese aficionado. Okay, she's no, a cheese hound. But I eat my cheese at home. Like, I don't eat cheese out in public a it's lot. It's spendy, but you go to Cheezu, uh, which is... It's sort of like sushi, where you have a menu, and you just tick off which cheeses you want, and they bring a little tray. Oh my God. And you could actually... You can choose the cheeses, or you could just say, this is how much money I have, and they will bring <laughs> you that much cheese. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just, just like... like you <laughs> just turn in your wallet, and they <laughs> give you back as much cheese. Dump as your change yeah. store. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh it's so God. good. It's so good. A double cream brie was on sale. Uh, it was discounted $3 a pound last week, and it was like the best day of my life. <laughs> Why was it discounted, though? That's the key. It yeah, wasn't because they had two... Yeah. 
you you guys are wrong oh. because sometimes uh, giant corporations just want to do nice things for that, know, that's right guys. that makes that makes way and more they sense be, and yeah, they're just right. like hey this you know this block of brie which would usually cost you like eight dollars is now only four fifty it was <laughs> right for no that's reason at all we yeah. just don't like sentence. money we wanted to cut this in half that's exactly for you. there's like we have this amazing product and you know what we want to do give it to you for you know, <laughs> we a, actually cost. had a change of heart it's been annoying to count all these dollars so if you can give us fewer dollars really save us some time we'll give you some break <laughs> we're low on quarters we need the 50 cents <laughs> but I do want to go okay so go to cheese you you'll love it and okay but how does one dress for like a fancy cheese place it's not I mean it's Portland so like the fanciest person is like wearing a belt I mean yeah. it's not <laughs> it's not that hard uh the pro- the weird thing about Cheezu is that it's 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 spendy and it's delicious, but it's not enough for a whole meal. Yeah. So you're like, well, I just spent seventy five dollars on cheese. Now I need to eat dinner, and so that's <laughs> a little weird. But if you have like a birthday, a fancy day, and you want to go just so eat drink, drink yeah. rosé and eat the best cheeses in the world, it's really fun. Wow. So did they have like? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the cheese. No, this is, have... this is <laughs> okay. all I want to talk <laughs> okay. about. Okay, yeah, me too. So did they have like a cheese menu? Like, did they display the cheese and be like, right, this has like a hint of smokiness? Oh yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. and they they know everything about it, so they'll talk you through it. And they and you can say like, I would like to be a little adventurous, but not that adventurous. Mm. I like <laughs> I like blues. I like smoky. They'll talk. I like it to be a little farmy, not too farmy. You know, they'll talk you through everything. I don't even farmy. know what that term is. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's actually the right term, but like it tastes like you were totally selling it. We shouldn't have asked you. you. Like you're at a farm. It tastes like a (laughs) farm. You know, like uh, like goat cheese is a little farmier, right? Tastes like hay. A little bit of a land meat flavor (laughs) to it. Yeah. Oh god. So they'll and so you can say like maybe you know give me a couple that are down the middle. Challenge me on one of the cheeses. Uh, There is this. uh, There's a Dutch cheese that they call candy cheese. uh, When at least the person, the cheese person that I've dealt with, called it candy cheese. More than once on more than one occasion. Yeah, we we we've come. Back, my wife and I like to go, <laughs> and we. Ke- my, my wife has kept all the menus because they changes. They cha- constantly rotating, so she keeps her menus with her notes on like how much she liked each one. So we can oh. come back in and be like, "Do you have any more of this?" Your wife is awesome. <laughs> She's amazing. I didn't know she was doing it. Like she asked me to go grab like her charger from the bedroom, and I opened her nightstand, and there were like five cheese menus on the top, <laughs> like secretly. Get out of there! <laughs> wrong drawer. Wrong drawer. Um, if they after they're there for a while, and they um, well, I don't know how long cheese has been there, but they should totally do like cheese trivia, where you pay like. <laughs> like 10 or 15 bucks and you get to like sample different cheeses and you get to try and like guess which cheese Ooh, is which. that would be fun. Yeah. I would totally, like it's not cheese trivia but cheese, I bet uh, would, some sort of like, cheese contest. It's very small. Cheese is like, it's like 12 seats. It's very yeah. small. It's on Alder and it's, you could probably, I bet if you had like a bachelor party you could be like, I want you to put cheese together a cheese party. Yeah. yeah. Cheese contest. <laughs> That sounds like the most awesome party. Now, doesn't ever. that sound good? I guess I don't know what you're supposed I'm to do at bachelor g- parties, but that sounds <laughs> like what I would like. <laughs> I don't know, eat cheese and drink things out of like. Well, I guess no. I'm thinking of bachelorette parties where you have like it's, penis yeah, straws pe- and yeah. stuff. Oh, the yeah, guys okay. don't do that as much. Yeah, you okay. guys just eat party. cheese. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's all cheese. Just all, all the time. cheese. Pretty all the time. much. <laughs> pretty much it. All right. So that's only one of the guests. So, so so yeah, we're so we're talking we're talking to Ted Wheeler, and then we're talking about cheese, and we're also talking to well, we have t- another cheese guest. Actually, we're very heavy on cheese. This is a very cheese. If you if you like your cheese frozen, there is a company called Brazi Bites that Ooh. make these uh, uh, gluten-free cheese balls. Uh, they're like at Whole Foods in the freezer section, and you pop them in the oven, and they are just the, the most amazing little <gasps> delightful snack. Uh, and so we're talking to people from from Brazi Bites, and we also have some people who sell beekeepers over at Bee Thinking, and they sell these very fancy beehives. So we're going to talk about bees, Wait, like cheese. urban beehives? Like- yeah, urban bee. They know every. They're on Shark and it's Tank. A, they're on Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And they know everything about bees. And they on Shark Tank, they're amazing because uh, uh, Damon, the like clothes guy, yeah. was like, I want to know everything about bees. And they talked to him for like three hours. They only kept like two minutes for the show. Yeah. But they were there all afternoon explaining everything about bees to, to the guy who invented wow. FUBU. It's the <laughs> weirdest. And he's mentioned it on the show later. He'll be like, I've got all these bees now. I bought all these beehives. Oh, wow. He's got a million, he's got a million Crazy. bees. Crazy. So we're going to talk bees, cheese, and vote for me's with Ted Wheeler. <laughs> that's our show. It's going to be so fun. That, that is, is a solid that's an show. Awesome yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. April 9th. So that's this Saturday. This Saturday at 7 o'clock at latenightaction.com for more. Oh my gosh. And it's at Mississippi Studios, 3939 North Mississippi. Um, As someone who's been on the show and as someone who has seen the show, it is amazing. And if you're looking for, yeah, if you're looking for something interesting to do, like it is. You will not regret going. It's a, it's a little bit no. of everything, and Alex is hilarious. Brie is awesome. Yeah, yeah. We call her Double Cream Brie. And <laughs> she, 
<laughs> that probably sounds like an insult. But, uh, um, no, it's a delicious insult. The, <laughs> That's a compliment. The, uh, I had her on a, uh, a podcast one time, and my friend was like, "Have I met? Have we met before?" And she's like, "Well, I am a famous cheese." So he, <laughs> she introduced herself that way. I never even put that together. But we, uh, yeah, we try to be like the. I want to be like the beating, like the pulse of Portland. Yeah. Uh, but the kind that I'm interested in, so like politics and cheese. It's very. It's not everybody's <laughs> version of Portland. There's other things going on, but that's what I care politics, about. Politics, cheese, and bees. Yeah, I don't think and yeah. Can go wrong. That's a solid lineup. I think it's going to be so fun. Oh, that's cool. Well, you're just uh, we're just so lucky to have you in Portland while you're here. Oh, that's very kind. No, you're, uh, you're very good at what you do. Thank you. I mm-hmm. I mean, you you did throw the while you're here thing in. I think that's what on everybody's mind right now, right? Because of the exodus. No. Nope. Yeah. Are you worried about that? Uh, wait, about you leaving? About everybody leaving. Oh, I that's the thing. Like you're afraid of comedians leaving now. Uh, I'm not particularly. No. Okay. Oh, good. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Portland. I mean, good for changing. everybody if they're you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't success. think I want to go anywhere anytime soon. How about you? Yeah, I love it. I will definitely like to leave. We'll definitely leave at some point. You'll definitely leave yeah, at some because, point. Yeah, but I don't think of it, I think comics are really cagey about it, and so we don't talk about it much. But it's it's great. It's part of the beauty of the system. Mm. You can yeah. like learn a craft, and then. All of the money in entertainment is in one city, so you go to that city. Exactly. That's just how it works. It just makes sense. And it's a great, this is a, an amazing place to hang out and to spend a big part of your life, but I don't, I, I for comedy, it's not the end for anybody. Absolutely. Right. So I think it's great. And when people leave here, that means our scene is good because it's mm-hmm. graduating people to mm-hmm. the to the big leagues. Right. So I, every time people leave, it's like, obviously I'm sad. I don't get to hang out with Sean Jordan anymore. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a huge bummer. But- I'm just so excited to see people from our scene that are like, they're good enough to go to LA and start mm-hmm. doing things. Yeah, right. It is it exciting. Yeah. I, I remember talking to people and they'll be like, well, sometime like when I feel like I'm ready and like, yeah. you'll see them within like a year or two years and when you hear that they're going to move, I'm like, awesome, you feel like you're ready. Yeah. It's that a, is cool. It's sad when someone leaves too early, which does happen, but most of the time, yeah. <laughs> most of the time, it's like, like uh, you know, Shane Torres was just back in town uh, like last month, and we hung out a little bit. It's like, and he's doing all of these amazing things, mm-hmm. and it's like these. This are my the person I worked at Applebee's together. Like yeah. we did Applebee's yeah. comedy, <laughs> and now he's on television, and he's doing all these big oh, shows. I it's saw so him fun. Conan. Yeah. He was so yeah, great. Yeah, so fun on Conan. Uh. He followed a model and a and, an, and a hawk. He w- <laughs> there was there was like a wild animal handler on, and then the supermodel, and then Shane just waddles out <laughs> and tells his little jokes. It was great. It's so, oh, it makes me so happy. It was. It was surreal seeing that, yeah, like, yeah. okay, and then there's our buddy yeah. right there, yeah, and he's doing his thing. I was with him when he bought those shoes the, like two days before, <laughs> and I was like, those are my, those are the shoes I helped pick out on TV. I mean, it's just so exciting oh. to me. So I love when people graduate, and I don't think we should be afraid of it. It's Absolutely. Good. And it also opens up opportunities. So one of the cool things is we lost a couple of our best headliners. Now there's all these young comics coming up who are doing amazing work. Right. You might not have even gotten to hang out with much that are going to be in a year. They're going to be doing all of these. Yeah, and they're getting things. more into the rotation. Yeah. You get to like get, they get more time. Yeah. If no one leaves, you never get to get, grow up. Right. So it's so great to see. Like like I love. I'm just very excited about it. It's fantastic. Alex, I like your your frame of mind. That's perfect. Aww. Get your tickets at latenightaction.com. Thanks. Go yeah, there. Do. Get tickets. I know it's, this is a problem. It's going to be too nice outside on Saturdays. So you're going to be like, let's stay in. But No, that's or, what you do. You go down to Mississippi, like go get some drinks or something during the day. That's an excellent yes. idea. Yes, bar, bar, hang yeah. out yeah. outside yeah. on the patio. It's going to be beautiful. So. Um, yeah, it's such a nice place. Oh, that patio is really awesome. Isn't it too? great? And they play yeah. like old movies. It's such a mm-hmm. cool place. So yeah, you're going to think like, I want to go out and like water ski or whatever, but you don't. You want to go drink <laughs> on a patio, watch an old movie, then come inside for a nice seven o'clock. Um, and you can also laugh and get educated exactly. about the mayoral and process and, and cheese. cheese. And yeah. Learn about cheese and bees. Yeah. Cheese and bees. Done. You cannot go wrong. Perfect <laughs> Portland <laughs> weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, where can people fi- follow you on the social medias? Oh, uh, just alexfalcone.ninja is my website. It's got everything on there: Facebook, Twitter. Greg. You Instagram? need to get a dot ninja. I know, I know. I never, th- I didn't realize that was available yet. It's like eleven dollars. I'm not that special. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. Go. All right, all right. <laughs> Alex Falcon uh, dot ninja is my favorite thing in the world right now. So. That is incredible. Yeah. And Greg, please to be saving Greg Nibbler dot ninja right now. <laughs> I well, now I have to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Somebody else snags it. <laughs> you could. All, you should also probably get Greg Nibbler dot meat, so no one else takes the Greg meat. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. That was good. You brought it, it back. It's in getting the- expensive. <laughs> oh, you gotta buy. <laughs> You, you're an, you're a very nice piece of land meat. That's oh, what I always say you. about you. That's, oh, oh, that's, that's so sweet. Such a compliment. I'm <laughs> too bad you're wearing that. Put that on my little tag. Yeah, right? yeah. No, <laughs> damn it. Nice. We oh called all God. of it back. It was all wow. there. That was like, it was all there. Tied back good. in. Tied a bow on that segment. <laughs> all right, Alex. Thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> thank you guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, there we go, Mr. Alex Falcone. I just love him. He's such a good guy. He is on Fun Employment Radio and very classy. So classy. Very classy. I hear he showers. Showers, combs his hair, wears a belt. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want, Portland? Come on, go to, go down to Mississippi <laughs> Studio. 
All right, real quick ball talk. Quick balls. Quick balls. Um, real quick, I've note to tomorrow on the show, we're going to be joined by Esther Povitsky. Esther Povitsky. Es- Esther Povitsky. Awesome. Um, all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Well, let's talk balls. Balls. Like I said, just a potpourri of balls, just a little smattering, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Drop a little bit in. Um, the in, in, It's mostly basketball news. The Portland Trailblazers have clinched the playoffs. They are going to be in the playoffs for sure this year. That's so, awesome. So right now they're they could go up to the fifth seed, in which case they play the Clippers, which is I the, want. Is it the same thing as like they go like one and? So there's eight seeds. Oh yeah, I guess I should. So it's like one and sixteen, that. two and fifteen. No, not not that far. Um, so for the NBA playoffs, there's the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. It's one through eight. So like one first and eight, seed, and we'll play the eighth seed. Okay, okay. Second, we'll play the seventh, third. Sixth, fourth, fifth. So, Which is interesting because sometimes, like, the eighth seed will beat the first seed. Not very often. Not very often, but maybe it could happen. Probably not this year, though, because the Golden State Warriors are probably going to be the number one seed. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing about the NBA playoffs this year. So the Blazers have clinched it. They're, right now, they're probably, they would be the sixth seed if it started today. The Memphis Grizzlies are all beat up, and... Uh, that's who. That's who's just ahead of them in the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to lose. I'm going to guess. Oh, is that the team that keeps losing all the players? Yeah, the, everybody's injured on their team. Yeah, like seven players on injured reserve for the season or something. Oh, like it's it's yeah, a catastrophe happening there. So probably they're going to lose, and the Blazers will jump up to the fifth seed and play the Clippers most likely. Okay. Otherwise, they'll play the Thunder. Um, but speaking of the Golden State Warriors, so. You know, that's Steph Curry, that whole team. They've been on pace to get the best record in the NBA, like best record of all time, which so far is the 72-10 and 10 Chicago Bulls. Because they were the ones that had like the long, like the longest run, like winning streak or whatever. They, they started off the year with the longest, yeah, win, winning streak, the longest time to go for your first loss yeah. ever. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was like 24 games before they lost one. When they started off the season, so they broke that record. Now they were they were on pace to almost shatter the Chicago Bulls record from the '90s, which was 72 and 10. There's 82 games in the season. Right now, though, the Warriors are starting to fuck up. Uh oh. So they've lost a couple. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves, which you would not expect that for the Warriors to lose to them. Although you never know, any team can beat anybody on, on any given night. But the Warriors cannot lose. The rest of this way if they want to break the record. They've got four games left. They've got 69 wins. If they want to break the record, they've got to get 73 wins. They have to play the San Antonio Spurs, the second best team in the NBA, twice during that span. So the Warriors really want this record, but yeah. they're playing the Spurs tonight, and the Spurs really are not going to want them to get that record. Ooh. So it's it's going to be a good game. It's a chippy match. Well, and everybody's going to try to take down the Warriors because nobody, everybody wants to be the team that you know messes it up for them. So that they don't get the uh, record. And that's starting tonight, Spurs versus the Warriors. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Ooh, I'll definitely watch that. One other thing, uh, D'Angelo Russell, the guy who uh, snitched on his buddy Nick Young and posted the video of Nick Young admitting that he was screwing out with another Gazzalia. girl. Yeah. yeah. He apparently did not learn his lesson. He's already, at least not that bad. He, d- he didn't do something quite as bad as that, but... He- it's like if if something that terrible happens where you post something on Snapchat, like potential to really mess up your career, you're ostracized by your teammates. Wouldn't you just stop posting stupid yes. things on social media? And don't they usually don't they have a thing like in the NBA where they'll uh, like take away the privilege of letting someone post on well social media? I mean, I don't I thought know. That they did where like someone was banned. Like they can be specifically asked not to. I think I don't know if you can really keep them from it though legally even. You can strongly advise. But anyway, he didn't, and he keeps on posting things. This time it's him throwing water balloons at people uh, from a balcony onto a person below with somebody getting very mad at him. So anyway, he's still posting dumb things on social media. He's an idiot. And finally in ball talk, Kobe Bryant's last game, I believe, is next week. But today they started selling because he's retiring. Mm-hmm. So his last game's on April 13th. Oh, you talked about that last year, right? Yeah, he announced oh, his retirement in like yeah. November. So his final game is against the Jazz on April 13th. But now the Lakers are starting to sell online special merchandise for it. And it's ridiculous, some of the things that they're selling. One of, one of which is a new era hat that is made of lambskin and snakeskin. 
which is a reference to Bryant's Black Mamba nickname, and contains a three and a half ounces of gold in the shape of his number 24. Going price, $38,024 for a fucking hat with Kobe Bryant's number on it. That's about right. That's one thing. There is a purple cashmere hat with gold snake skin that features yellow diamonds for only a mere $24,008. I wonder... <coughs> Uh-oh. <coughs> Greg was choking after he realized how much money he's going to have to save to buy one of Kobe Bryant. I just wanted... So I was getting so worked things. up. Yes. I was getting worked up about how, you know, how much Kobe Bryant... Oh, my God, I hate Kobe Bryant. I have to sneeze snow so bad. I just fell apart there. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry about that. I was not. That was not expected. <laughs> Coffee went down the wrong <laughs> oh my god. pipe. It was just a mess. I know. I, I know. It was a mess. I was a mess right there. Very professional. Anyway, those are some of the things that are going on sale. So, Cubby Bright's last game coming up on April thirteenth. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> I was so close to the end. That's why I was trying to like power through it you rather that. than just it's clear like the my throat. Little kid in you, just like I'm just gonna keep on going. I'm gonna keep going. You gotta keep going. You gotta ignore gotta keep it. Going. You gotta just ignore it. it. You gotta trick your head. Oh wait, I know that. I think I'm pretty sure we have a birthday today. Oh, do we? Yes. Oh, do which we? I need to, yes, yes, yes. Which I do know, which I remember seeing, and I'm so sorry. You mean the birthday, the pre-birthday that we already did? Yes, that was the pre-birthday. Happy okay. birthday again, Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get two. She doesn't get two. Sorry, I remember April 7th specifically in my mm-hmm. mind, so I wanted to make sure. Never mind. There's probably somebody else's we just forgot who was yeah. all looking forward to it. Like, oh, yeah, I emailed you guys like oh. weeks ago about this, and then nothing. <sighs> Sorry if we did that. Email us again. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Fun Emp Radio. Um, we post updates there, especially if we, for as far as going live, we'll post if we're going deviating from our normal time. Yes. So, um, yeah, our new schedule now uh, for live subscribers, just so you know, is noon every day except for Thursdays at 11. Yes. Yep. And also... Thank you to Alex Falcon. Yes. For coming in. And be sure to go and pick up your tickets to see Late Night Action this Saturday at Mississippi Studios. I'm not blowing smoke. It's a really, really great, well-produced, well-done, hilarious show. So yeah. if you're looking for something to do, go check it out. It's very cool. Yep. There you go. There you go. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You are wonderful people. Uh, I will be live on digitaltrends.com at... 2.30 p.m. Pacific this afternoon on April 7th. So tune in for that, too. Awesome. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.